I am Boba Fett. I give my allegiance to no one. Multiverse Monologues presents... I'm a simple man making his way through the galaxy. Like my father before me. I am not a bounty hunter. The Book of Boba. Breakdown. Jabba ruled with fear. I intend to rule with respect. Please. Speak freely. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Multiverse Monologues. Today, we're going to be talking about The Book of Boba Fett, Episode 4, The Gathering Storm. Me, Benjamin Rayside, your host, and... Me, Ethan Wetzloff. And today, we're going to be talking about, I would say, in my opinion, my favorite episode of Boba Fett so far. We got a lot going on in this episode, and we're going to break it all down. But first, Ethan... We are halfway through this show right now, and we're four episodes in. We've got three episodes left, so over halfway. Are you enjoying this show? I, I definitely am enjoying this. It, but it's, like you said, it's the end of the um, the fourth episode. And right now, it just feels like it's starting to get momentum moving forward. The first few episodes had their own stuff going on, and it all led us to where we are now. But looking back, I feel like those could have been condensed into two episodes, mm. even. But no, I definitely am enjoying where it's moving, and I'll be the first to say that I'm an idiot, and I did not pick up on the Mando theme kicking in at the end of whoa, this. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> You're going to spoil it for everyone. Holy cow. Bro, they already know. Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> Just so you guys know, yes, we are going to be talking about full spoilers on episode four the gathering storm and this one has a much better scores this week than it was last week last week's was like i think it's a 6.4 right now on imdb it's not very good this episode currently right now has a 7.9 on imdb bringing the overall show rating to 7.8 so 0.2 drops from the uh from last week rotten tomatoes has this episode at 89 percent though and the show is overall 83%. So I would say it's pretty positive. Mm -hmm. Like this episode is really, people seem to be enjoying it. And I'm enjoying it too. This episode, especially for what it sets up. My theory from last week, it might be coming true. Let's just say that. But we're going to get right into it. So starting with the synopsis, we open with Boba in his back to pod. We get a flashback of him riding a bantha on the Dune Sea, and we find out that he's looking into Bib Fortuna's palace. He's looking for something. It's too well guarded, so he doesn't make a move today. But during the night, we see a flash of light, and if you pay attention to the music, you can hear a little bit of Mando's theme. Now, I will say, I didn't notice this little Mando theme the first time I watched it. It went right past me. I had to watch Eric Voss's video, and he was like, you can actually hear it. I was like, what? It comes in at a later date. Like, I didn't know that this came out right in the middle of the episode. So, as he approaches a body, we see it is Fennec Shand. She's unconscious on the ground. And clearly, these are the events that we see post-Mando Season 1, Episode 5. Now, for those of you who need a recap, in Episode 5, he goes to Moss Eisley Tatooine. He helps a bounty hunter kill Fennec Shand. And to do this, he needs to shoot up a flare in the sky to get the shot off in episode five of Mando season one and that's the flare that boba sees so clearly 
somehow we've spent five years in four episodes mm-hmm. on the Dune Seas yeah. of Tatooine. So how long did he spend with that Tuscan tribe? Like, was was it legit five years? Because we know that they found him pretty much right after he got out of the Sarlacc pit. So was he with him for five years? It would make sense. His motivations are pretty well clear. Like he even says in this episode, you can't get very far without a tribe. So I guess he was with him a lot. Long. I just didn't, I, I didn't feel that. No, yeah. If, if the intention was that he's been with them for that long, it definitely did not translate to the viewers. Because if he truly was with them for four or five years, then that death scene, when he walks in and sees the Tuscans camp all torched the way it was, that should be way more tragic for us as viewers. And I it agree. didn't it didn't hit home the way I feel like it should have. If he was with them for so long. Yeah. I think they just needed to have like a little text crawl before that all happens, like five years later or four years later, or however they're doing it. We know that it takes place five years after uh, Return of the Jedi. So I don't know. I am glad though that now we're pretty much caught up. Pretty yeah. much caught up, but we'll keep going. So Boba then goes to fix her up at a mod center near the outskirts of Moss Eisley. Yeah, we get more go-go gadgets, bro. Dude, this was something, man. <laughs> Holy cow. It... I think the the guy doing the repairs, I think he is Inspector Gadget himself. Did you listen to the music in the background? I'll try and have it playing in the back, but listen. It legit was like, this is Inspector Gadget, man. This is what they're doing because the music sounded so weird. It was so off he was like you know you can't come in here without an appointment i was like bro she's dying <laughs> yeah there was no urgency he just walked in there he's like boba's uh can you like can you help her out it's like dude she's dying <laughs> i don't know <laughs> just i was so i wasn't mad i just was like oh Let's get this scene over with. I, Fortunately, we don't see him again, though. Yes, I know. I was getting really worried. Oh, man. It's like this far into the episode and you're introducing more of these biker gang folk. They're like, I was a little how concerned. big is this community on Tatooine, bro? It's like that's just what this show is, is to set up this biker gang. And then at the end credit, there's a, the biker gang will return. <laughs> Thankfully, this is not going to go in that direction because we get some epic stuff after this. It's the only time we spend with the mods this episode. Hopefully, the last time we spend with the mods in this show. I don't know. He's got that that gang working for him, so unless... I could see the next episode killing him off right away. That'd be pretty cool. Not cool, but... They're cannon fodder for the pikes. Yeah, exactly. They're who they can kill Mm -hmm. because you can't just have, like, a bunch of bounty hunters. Yeah, you can't have Fennec or Bosk or... uh, Dude, Mando die. What if this is where all the bounty hunters die? Oh. They make their final stand at Jabba's Palace, and they all die. Bubba included? Yeah. Yeah? No, that wouldn't happen. And then Jaren? That wouldn't happen. He's trying to clean up Tatooine. I don't know. Do you think there's going to be a season two? I don't know. Uh, We're getting into it. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about that when we talk about the finale. We got a lot more to get into, though. Um, He fixes her up at the Mod Center, and Fennec wakes up by a fire. And Boba tells her what has happened to him. He tells her that the Sand People were killed by the Nikto Speeder Group and how he's now on a mission. Fennec responds and says, that's highly unlikely that they were wiped out by this Nikto Speeder Group. So, Ethan, did these writers really kill the Tuscans or other, 
are there other forces at play here? Because if Fennec, Fennec is pretty smart, she knows what she's talking about. She's a master assassin. Mm -hmm. So if she finds this highly unlikely, like I find that line really weirdly placed. Why would you say that? Yeah. Like if this was going to be the end of it, this is going to be the end of it, especially from what comes afterward, because he freaking wipes out that whole group, dude. <laughs> like, holy crap. Yeah, th he kills them in this episode, so there's there's something deeper you to it. I think there is. Like, I think it would be nice if we find out that the Pikes mm -hmm. are the ones who kind of, like, threw them. Like, they're the ones who killed them all. Because then it would come full circle. This is what, like, it would tie into the present-day storyline, you know? That's what I think. Yeah. I don't know. It just seems kind of weird that she would say that. That's impossible that these speeder bikes guys would go and kill the whole group of Tuscans. That wouldn't happen. I think there's something Maybe they're just not skillful enough to pull it off. The so Tuscan Raiders are pretty... Pretty, uh... You know. Well, dude, if you got that lady with the dreadlocks, she alone could take them all down. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I don't know. So he then recruits her to help him get his armor back and obtain his... Fire Spray Gunship, the new name for what we know as the Slave One. Controversy abounds on the internet mm. with this whole thing. There's a lot of people that are angry that they're not calling it the Slave One. Personally, honestly, I don't really care. I do find it odd that they're forcing this Fire Spray thing. Yeah. I don't know. It Just call it Slave One. That's what it's been for 40 years. I don't know. It doesn't really chap my khakis, though. <laughs> really? <laughs> no, no, it doesn't really. But <laughs> I'm telling you, I don't know your khakis. I don't know why they're doing this though. Like, why, why switch the name after all this? It's time? It's totally what John Favreau was like when he was a kid. Oh, that ship is called Fire Spray. <laughs> He's like, oh, now I can na actually name it that. Let me do it. I will say, I think it is confirmed that somewhere in Legends it says that that is the type of ship class mm. that that Boba f so apparently there's more ships like this so slave one is a fire spray gunship okay. so I guess it kind of makes sense that he would refer to it as fire spray I don't know you think slave one would be legendary enough for him to say like we gotta go rescue slave one and Fennec so, would just know what he's talking about where have about. we heard it called slave one before so it's never actually I figured this out yesterday it's never called explicitly slave one in Star Wars films or television. Like so I guess canonically it is never called Slave One. Mm, but okay. in legends and in books, that's just what its name is. And it's been Lego on Lego sets. It's been on Lego <laughs> exactly. It's been on Lego sets all this time as Slave One. And so yeah. why change it? Who can say? But I mean <laughs> Yeah. I guess. I don't know. Uh let's see. Where were we? Oh, uh, Fennec says, fine, but if I help you rec uh, recover this gunship, then my debt to you is repaid. They survey the palace and sit around another campfire before the battle, and we get some very key dialogue here, which explains why Boba is the way he is now. And, and pay attention to this, because this this is where Boba's at right now. This is for This was really a conversation, along with another conversation later, that really cements where he's at and why he is the way he is why he isn't the silent killer that everyone wants him to be fennec says you want to head a gatra which is a family a crime boss family like that and boba says why not and she says you're a hunter i'm tired of working for idiots who are going to get me killed the tuscans took me in made me part of their tribe i was ready to leave hunting behind 
And she says, people like us don't get to decide when we're finished. Mm. And so then they go and have their whole deal. Whether you like it or not, this is where Boba Fett is right now. Reborn after his baptism in the Sarlacc pit. So, question. Do you like how Boba is right now? Or would you rather have him as the silent bounty hunter? We've kind of talked about this, but I just want to know you, Ethan Wensloff. Do you like this version of Boba Fett? That they This character-driven Boba Fett after the Sarlacc? Or would you rather have gotten say, this show, and it's him just being his Empire Strikes Back self. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm not mad about the direction they're taking this character. Sure, you all want that jetpack guy flying around just killing people, doing bounty hunter things, but I think it's always good to bring humanity to a character. And, yeah, I mean, there's there's a human inside every every person, and exploring that is always a good idea, in my opinion. I think the way they're exploring it, too, is a good idea. Giving him the sense of honor that he had with his tribe and the sense of like, hey, if I build this all up and I show my loyalty to you, we're going to get into that later, I'll respect you, you'll respect me. And it's not just based off of, hey, this guy owes me money. It's based off of, hey, I really care about this person. That's where he's at right now, man. I really don't understand why people are so pissed. Like, we're getting more character of Boba Fett. You can't just have someone be the silent killer. You know, a lot of people will be like, oh, I want Boba Fett like Mando. Yeah. Mando's not a silent killer either. No. He has that emotion to him. Probably more emotion than Boba Fett does. He shows more emotion for little baby Grogu. Sweet, sweet baby Yoda. That's what they say. I don't know. I really am just liking it, and I hate that people are dogging on him, man. I don't know. That's my take, though. After this, they infiltrate the palace, and we get some epic old and new droids, including an epic General Grievous-style chef Oh, droid. yeah. That was pretty epic, man. And then we also get an LEP droid from the Clone Wars, that little droid that walked in, the rat catcher droid. Yeah, what, what Clone Wars episode have we seen him in? There's a bunch of them. They're like the servant droids, pretty much. They're in the Clone Wars movie. They're in the one hostage crisis with Cad Bane when he attacks the Jedi Temple. Um... I don't know, they're in a bunch of them. Yeah, I definitely Those... recognized it. I just didn't know we never saw it in live action before. First time, man. That's an, just another thing coming from animation in the comics that they're bringing into Like, the more they do that, man, that is going to be epic. Did you see the rumors, actually, that Barriss Offee is going to be in Ahsoka? Oh, really? There's not heavy rumors. I'd say, this is a pretty deep-cut rumor. Like, we don't know if this is going to be true yet. But the reason, like, why are we talking about it right now? Because they're working on that show... Dude, if we see Barris, I can talk about it now because you're finished with uh, season five. Spoiler alert, that's the last time you see her. Um, Darn. I don't, well, yeah. <laughs> we even see a large gonk droid among the large collection of droids that we get. Very epic. So they get to the hangar and we get some epic action scenes, especially with Fennec as she guns down just about everyone. And they escape with the Slave One or his fire spray gunship. Oh, Fennec, so, she turns on beast mode right here. Dude, watching this scene, like seeing her gun down every, like, it was very satisfying. Like that, when you're going to do a scene like this with lasers, with laser combat, this is the way I'd like it to be filmed. Because it it was just so sweet seeing each one of the bullets hit the target. Like, it was pretty nice, man. And it just shows how much of a beast Fennec Shand is. Ming-Na Wen can really carry... And at, like especially at 55, 58, <laughs> oh, she yeah. can really carry an action sequence. That's what I'll say. <laughs> so after he, they all escape, 
flash to daylight and basically this is just the scene where boba mows down the nicked up speed like his <laughs> bro his face he's <laughs> those guys down, he's like <laughs> like i've seen like that's the boba fett the people so are. yeah isn't like, this completely in uh contrast to what he's been preaching the whole show but you gotta think though dude these people killed his whole tribe yeah. and i guess the technically that is flashback still right so it's not current day boba the people yet. he's been with for five years well supposedly they killed the Tuscans. in his mind mm-hmm. in my mind it makes total sense that boba fett would do this it's he's like got uh, like anakin slaying the tuscans exactly he's a good person and for all the people saying that boba fett's supposed to be this bad guy he he's a bounty hunter bounty hunters aren't bad by nature like he was seen with darth vader but bounty hunters are neutral like, like they, give me money, I'll do it. Exactly. Maybe it's morally corrupt. Whether but... for the Sith or the Republic, it doesn't matter. It's all a job to them. So Boba Fett can and is proving to be a good person. But I did really enjoy that scene as the <laughs> Slave One freaking mows down all of that. And after that, a scene which I just I was so excited about. We're taken to the Sarlacc pit as that's where Boba thinks his armor is. He's so deranged. He has no idea what's going on. I know. It's like, it, oh, yeah, it's, it's here, Fennec. I, I left it down there, I think. Obviously, it's not there. And, dude, did you did you jump? I didn't jump. I knew it was it was too predictable. I, but I did. Even did though you? it was predictable, I was waiting for it. And then when it did, I was like, oh, holy cow. <laughs> like, it freaking launches up right at him. And it was like, whoa. I was like, "Why? Why are you getting so close to that thing?" I know, like they like, like I know, like right up on it, man. Jeez, yeah, they drove right into the mouth of it. He was asking for it. But the best thing about it is, is how it ends. They drop a seismic yes. charge. Down that was it. so cool. All you episode two fanboys out there, you get the epicness of the seismic charge, man. Oh, it's so beautiful. That sound effect is. Star Wars is full of great sounds, but that is that is epic. So after this, they sit down for another campfire. This is like the third campfire they sit down to. Bro, that someone get them some s'mores. <laughs> <laughs> so Boba lays out why the past way of doing things is not going to work anymore. Boba says, "I'm tired of our kind dying because of the idiocy of others. We're smarter than them. It's time we took our shot." And she says, we? Yes. If I'm going to start a house, I need brains and muscle. You have both. I can offer you something no client ever has. Loyalty. And she says, what most fans are saying. Living with the Tuscans has made you soft. And Boba says, no. It's made me strong. You can only get so far without a tribe. So then, after that, it's the very last flashback. Until we get the flashback of him killing Bib Fortuna, mm-hmm. and then he wakes up. He is then given the news that he is completely healed. Heck you, yeah. You feel that moment uh-huh. when he gets out of there, and he's like, Master Boba, Lord Fat, you are completely healed, and that's it. So, are we done with flashbacks? Is this it? It seems that way, doesn't it? Like, are the next three episodes just going to be full on, like, we're in the present day, I think it is going to be for the reason we're going to talk about it. Yeah, that's why I feel like these past few episodes all were just kind of an introduction to the show. Yeah. Which is why it's a little frustrating why they took four episodes to do it. Mm. And it feels like now it's finally kicking into gear. But, I mean, we learned some good information. I just feel like it could have... 
probably been condensed into two or three episodes. I agree. If you only have, especially if you only have seven episodes. Yeah, they got episodes, seven, so. Was there enough story to tell here? Like, or were they just trying to, like, because, like, how's the Mando able to do eight episodes per season? Like, I wish they would do, like, like more. Like, why can't they do more, you know? In Boba Fett? Like, why can't they do, like, 16 episode seasons, you know? Walking Dead was doing it. That's what I want. Walking Dead's doing uh, 24 this year. That's what I'm saying. Although they are, they're wrapping up. Yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. It, you'd you'd wish there was a happy medium. Why not? Why seven episodes? Why not like ten? Yeah, ten would be great. Right. Even the back in when Marvel was dropping shows on Netflix, those episode those are thirteen episode seasons. Yeah, that's pretty good length. Mm-hmm. I'm hearing that Andor is going to be twelve episodes. Okay. Yeah. So that is going to be epic. Like. But I really am just, it's like Kenobi's got six episodes. Like, oh, yeah. Oh. I mean, I'm going to be happy either yeah, way. But like every episode, six? you'll be hyped through that one. Oh, I know. I swear, man, if there, I don't even know if you could, if you could call a side tangent here. I don't even know if you could call any episode of Kenobi filler. Because all I care about <laughs> is, Ewan is seeing Ewan McGregor. Like, that's the <laughs> main driving force. It's like he's just sitting there drinking some blue milk. Done. That's all I need. Sprinkle in a little Darth Vader, and you've got a great show, man. Sprinkle in what they're thinking about. Sprinkle Some in. Some little cameos of Kid Luke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, right up my alley. That's what we need, man. That's what I want. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's really weird. It feels like this show kind of has a... Not like a... I think Disney Plus has a formula that it likes to stick with. It's the first couple episodes really don't feel like much hmm. in a lot of the Disney Plus shows. Not every Disney Plus show. Because I wouldn't say that for Mando. Yeah, no, definitely Both not Mando. Both season introductions but for Mando this, is good. Yeah, this is more like on par with, I don't know. Hawkeye and Falcon and the Winter yeah, Soldier. Yeah, feels like, like. I remember the first two episodes of Hawkeye being pretty like, meh. And then it got progressively better. Mm-hmm. Maybe it is. You think? I don't know. I don't. I just feel like now it's just starting to kick into gear. Like, this is the first episode ending where you're like, all right, let me see next week right now. Yeah. It hasn't done that to me yet. That's true. So, Hmm. I don't know. It just feels like they took their time and maybe a little too much time because we do only have seven episodes to tell the story. Interesting. And at this point, if you're kicking into the final arc in the last three episodes, it's like that could have been a movie. Yeah. There's benefits to having a show, and I don't know if they are going to use it. Originally, this was supposed to be a movie. Yeah, so Maybe they're taking what they had planned for a movie and, and stretching it, it into out this. into seven hours. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Kenobi was supposed to be a movie, too. So Kenobi's a little bit different, though. The soundtrack to that needs to be a banger. Anyway, we're not, <laughs> we're not here to talk about Kenobi. We'll talk about that. Possibly on May 4th, but uh, we'll keep going uh, with this. Um, after this, after he is told that he is completely healed, we are taken to Madame Garza Fwip's sanctuary, and we see Black Kersantan looking angrily at Trandoshans. Again, <laughs> Drunk and angry. Again, Trandoshans and Wookiees hate each other. If for those of you who are confused when he's like sitting there looking weirdly at them, I was like, wait, what? Oh, yeah, I forgot. Wookiees hate Trandoshans. How long do you think he was looking at them wanting to rip their arms off? 
long time, man. He was, dude, that's like the most expressive Wookiee I've ever seen. Like, he's like, you couldn't just see the anger in his face. He's like, ah, I'm going to rip your arm off. <laughs> like, you can totally see him, man. He's he's pretty whacked I, out. Wookiees are just some of the, the best creatures Star Wars has, man. They are so entertaining to watch. Also one of the riskiest characters. Let me make your sidekick a freaking walking dog. And people fall in love with him. Like, who does that? Who can do that? Dude, Chewbacca is epic. And Kersantan is no exception. He, uh, yeah. Here's something I will say. Actually, you know what? We're going to get into that. Deal. Yeah. I'll, I'll, make an, I'll make a note of that because there's a lot going around Ooh, okay. on the internet. Good right or now. bad? Bad. Well, it depends, on how, uh, it depends on how you want to view it. But um, he then picks up the Trandoshans and pretty much lays them out. He picks up another to kill him, and Garza pleads with him not to. Obviously, he doesn't listen, and he does what all great Wookiees do. He rips his freaking arm off. Bro, Lego Star Wars right here. That's exactly what I Get thought. Chewbacca ripping the arms off. If you were close to a stormtrooper in Lego Star Wars, he would jump and rip the arms off the stormtroopers. It was so epic, and he does exactly that to the Trandoshan in this episode. Boba sees all this, and as he leaves, Boba goes up to him and hires him. Exactly what i wanted to hear yeah like i i was what i thought when he like he like weirdly ran off in the last episode like he that was it that was all we were gonna see oh but really? now black kersantan yeah. is it was weird that bubble wouldn't just hire him then and, right yeah when he was letting him go yeah i guess at that point he didn't really have a plan yet but now he's gonna try and, and it build was kind side. of an awkward arrangement he just tried to kill you like three minutes ago that's true and what changed from then till now that Boba can trust this guy. I think so here's what here's my theory. He was looking at everything that was going on. He saw that whole confrontation with the Trandoshans. And Garza Flip comes up and offers him money. Mm-hmm. I offer you money, please stop. But no. Black Kersantan holds to his ideals, how his people hate the Trandoshans and what the Trandoshans have does have done to him and rips his arm off. So I think Boba sees that here's a guy who can hold to his ideals. He's not just in it for the money. Mm-hmm. If he was, he would have taken Garza Whip's yeah. offer. And Boba sees that and he's like, okay, maybe maybe I can have him as my partner. I mean, they worked before in the comics. I don't know if they're going to reference that, but I think that's what he saw in him when that happened. That's my thing. It just though. seems like a drastic or a pretty intense... Drastic change, I guess, yeah. Yeah, because he literally ripped him out of the tank last week, tried killing him. Again, Boba knows what being a bounty hunter is like. Yeah, he Kersantan does. did yeah. that as a job. Mm-hmm. So, True, yeah. I will say that. I will offer that as a counter-argument. So he hires Kersantan, the first bounty hunter. We're back in Jabba's palace when he attempts to recruit the three families of Trandoshans, Aquilish, and Klaatuinians. All the three families of Moss Espa. And they're all talking and they don't accept, but promise to stay neutral in the coming conflict with a little persuasion from the Rancor the, underneath their table. The Rancor is awake and he's hungry. Django wants some food. Dude, that was so epic. A, what stops us from killing you and taking what we want? <laughs> Dude, that was they're epic. Like, they all realize, oh, crap. 
freaking we're heck. right above this uh, rancor cage. If we don't do what this guy says. We're we're all dead. <laughs> that rancor is hungry. They feel stupid now sitting down at that table. So, as they all leave, and Boba and Fennec watch them as they go, they have some very epic dialogue here, and some very epic music happens. She says, "Do you trust them?" And Boba says, "I trust them to work in their own self-interest." My deal is a lot better than what they, the syndicate would offer. They may be stubborn, but they are not foolish enough to see that the Pikes would not eventually take over the whole planet. Either way, we must prepare for war. How much treasure do we have in reserve? I have plenty of credits. What I'm short on is muscle. She says, credits can buy muscle if you know where to look. And we get Mando's theme right after that as it closes out the episode. So so epic man when i heard this i was literally jumping out of my seat all the way to work that day i was listening to the mando theme and black chrysanthemum gets hired they're gonna go see mando i think at some point or make contact with him at least i hope they go see him so we get to figure out where mando is right now what he's up to but dude black chrysanthemum mando fennec shand who else could we see here? Are we going to see any more else? Or is Mando the only bounty hunter we're going to see? They got to have more. They got to bring in the whole... the whole Like, you... As a filmmaker, you're watching this. You're putting this together. Is Mando as far as you go? Or do you say, No, let's bring in Dengar. Let's bring in Forlan. Let's bring in IG-88. Let's bring in Bosk. Let's bring in all those big... Cad Bane. All those big bounty hunters that everyone knows and loves, and let's just make it the most epic finale as possible. Dude, you gotta call Han and Chewie too. Yeah. If past relationships don't matter, if you're trying to mend everything that happened, dude, call Han and Chewie. Get them involved too. <laughs> I do not want to get my hopes up for that, man. <laughs> Could you imagine that? Holy crap. No way. So I will say this. Stay off of Boba Fett. There's a lot of spoilers online, man. Really? Legit spoilers? So I I was on TikTok and I was looking at some stuff and there's just a lot going on right now. Hmm. And even so one of my guys that I watch um oh what's his what's his name, man? What on TikTok? No, he's on you he's on YouTube and he's really good. He has a lot of good Star Wars breakdowns. He's really in depth with it. Um but he's like there's a lot going on around the internet right now at possibly spoilers Hmm. and it looks like it's going to be an epic finale from what the spoilers say so this is kind of a spider-man scenario where it's not confirmed but it's heavily rumored and probably going to happen and so i've been staying off of social media trying to keep my distance and i just don't want it to be spoiled because next episode we know we're getting mando they teased us with us are we going to get more than that? Is he going to? Are we going to have an episode where he bounces from planet to planet and recruits bounty hunters? Gee, I hope so, man. <laughs> that would be so epic. Just to hear Dangar's voice and like to bring in characterization of all the bounty hunters that we see but don't really get to know. You know? Yeah, and I mean, even if I don't know how much of the Mando characters they want to bring in. But if they're bringing Mando in, there's a whole cast of characters that appear in Mando that they could bring over. You could bring Bill Burr back. Dude. Right? 
Do you think he's going to go off world, or do you think he's just going to make contact with everyone? I don't know. The whole show has been on Tatooine right now. That's what I'm saying. I would really like to see him flying around in the Slave One, or whatever the new name is, Combustion Fire Shooter. <laughs> <laughs> the fr- <laughs> fire spray. Fire spray, yeah, there we go. <laughs> but ah, yes. that'd be really cool to see him flying around. Going like like we said the Muppet style reunion. It totally going around picking up his gang, dude. Oh man! I, but could he bring Bosk if he's got a Wookiee on his team already? How would that work? That'd be a little, a little tough. That's true, but I think it would present like good drama between the two. You mm-hmm. know, they're both bounty hunters, but guess what? Your kind hates each other. I don't know. I just think that would be so cool for drama's sake. You know, and maybe have one of them save one another at the end battle and sort of like reconcile their differences Ooh, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Dude, I like there's so much that they could do. The only thing I want though is an epic West again, a Western style shootout at Jabba's Palace. And it's looking like they might be like it might happen. They're recruiting them all, man. It would be dope if the final shot of the show was a boba sitting on Jabba's throne. And then all the bounty hunters surround him. That would be really cool. And they're like, we're in allegiance to you, Master Fett. And then season two is the Book of Bounty Hunters. <laughs> and it's just a bunch of bounty hunters. Each episode is like, it focuses on one bounty hunter's mission or something Would like they that. all have the same moral obligation as Boba? All wanting to just well, fix Tatooine? So Boba Fett has this like code to him. And he's it's about respect. Mm-hmm. And obviously he's got the credits, but it's like, hey, I can offer you more than that. I can offer you a place to stay and a cause to fight for, making order. So what if, dude, he establishes an empire, not a, not really a crime empire on Tatooine, but an empire of, like, all of these bounty hunters, and it's just him and all of these guys, and they're all living at Jabba's Palace, and they go and basically, like, keep order but not really in yeah. the outer rim, you know? Okay. They all got, like, bunk beds at Jabba's Palace. In order to prevent things <laughs> like the sacking of the Tuscans or things like that, you know? The Guardians of the Galaxy, if you will. The Guardians <laughs> of the freaking Galaxy. That's what I'm saying. That Come on, that would be so epic. But maybe you get, like, one character death or something like that, like a major guy dies or something. But, dude... In the finale... We need, yeah, we, yeah. oh yeah, you need it. You need a death scene in the end, or something emotional. Like, who could die? Here's the thing: we're getting way <laughs> too into it, man. They're not. There's, we don't even know. Yeah, if all right, we don't know what characters are coming back, but here's the character that they're gonna bring back and kill. <laughs> <laughs> well, come on, I don't know. I just, I have a lot of what I hope to be, and they're setting it up like it may be. So we're getting Black Crescenton, Mando. Boba Fett, Fennec Shan, that's four bounty hunters right there. Or ex-bounty hunters, that, I should say. That crew alone is awesome That's right true. We don't, even, we don't even need more than that. But it'd be cool. It would be cool. To have yeah. more than that. That's where we're at. And that's, I think, where we're going to leave it off. Unless you have anything else to say about the Gathering Storm. No, I mean, we covered most of it. It was, it was a longer episode, but we, we ran through it pretty quick. We did. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty straightforward. We're we're pretty much back up to date with the Book of Boba Fett. He is flashback 
his flashbacks are, I would say, done with. I think so, yeah. And now we're pretty much just going to go straight ahead in present day. And it's going to be a pretty epic conclusion. Let's hope but so, yeah. This is my favorite episode of the show so far. I'm, I yeah, really it's definitely it. Definitely one of the best. Mm-hmm. So let us know what you think down below. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're watching on Spotify, give us a follow. Rate the podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate all the support. But uh, I think that does it. So for now, this is Ben Rayside. This is Ethan Watson. Signing off. We hope you guys have an absolutely fantastic day. And may the force be with you.